My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the, the Extra, Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 51. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the 1979 film, The Amityville Horror, on its 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Not like the day. It actually came out in July. But like the right, year. This the year. year, yes. <laughs> and I have very few thoughts about this movie, to be perfectly honest with you. So I'm yeah. sorry going into this that it's not going to be incredibly in-depth because I just don't think the movie was that deep. No, definitely. I have the same. I have one piece of trivia. It's interesting because you think of the Amityville horror as this touted, iconic horror pillar. Mm-hmm. And then when I... Because I've only seen the 2005 remake. Okay. Like, and I've seen I've that I've never seen that one. It was so, okay. Like, okay. when I was a young teenager, it was good. But as, like, I'm getting older, it's like... Not a, so much. I mean, it's scarier than the original. Okay, that's fair. Because there were some things I was expecting in the original because of the remake, which was on, like, my bad. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of, I don't know. It's okay. This one, I just was kind of bored, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah, it it this didn't really do much. Definitely more psychological. Not a lot of jump scares, but the yeah. psychological kind of fails sometimes. I thought it was kind of weak, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, so, I mean, I'll go through it a little bit, but if I do the whole walkthrough, this whole episode just going to be like a summary of Amityville mm-hmm. Horror, so I'm not going to do too much, I don't think, but, I mean, basically everyone knows the story. This is based on true, quote-unquote, events right? written by a couple that got driven out of the house because they felt that it was haunted. And I'm not here to debate their story, but there's a lot of speculation. Well, they have actually flat out come out and said that they wrote this book under lots of wine with their lawyer. This Their lawyer. Yes. Mm. That takes away all your credibility. Absolutely. Right I mean, I guess unless he's like a close personal friend, but then you could just say with a friend. Yes, not exactly. Not with, with our lawyer. Mm-hmm. They're like, what can we say to keep this true story but be as far from the truth as possible. Exactly. But I also think that when you are being haunted, there could be a lot of things that are very minimal things mm-hmm. that maybe in your head because you're scared are turned into these huge things. So when we stayed in the Stanley mm-hmm. back in October and we did that, we didn't really experience anything. Right. But I couldn't sleep. And so at first I was like, what if I can't sleep because like there's shit happening mm-hmm. or like, I heard, like, so the walls were fucking paper thin. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't actually hear fucking because there was a fucking... <sighs> I was so scared. ...couple next door to us that just got married that night. And we were like... This is going to be bad. We're not going to ruin their night. If we hear it, we're going to deal with it. But, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but you could even hear, like, them just talking to each other. And so in the middle of the night, we had our EMF reader on to see if we could pick up anything. And I heard, like the same beep that you hear of like a digital wristwatch and i was like the fuck was that (laughs) and then i convinced myself i was like what if it like went beep but then it stopped because it was like no wait maybe not so you know i just turned that whole thing into it actually was the emf reader as opposed to somebody's watch in another room Mm -hmm. so like i could see how one thing happening in your house could lead you to spiraling it especially when you drink a lot exactly i mean when you told me there was something in my house I wouldn't even stay in my house, and I felt absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. So fear and wine (laughs) can do a lot of things. But I also think money is a huge motivator. Exactly. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to say. But they at least got some movie source material. Mm -hmm. 
to do something with. And I just think that it was probably scarier in the book than the movie. I've read the book, and honestly, I remember it being pretty boring, too, to get through. Then I don't know. I don't yeah. – never mind. All the credit <laughs> from this movie is taken. But, I mean, the, the synopsis is pretty basic. So George and Kathy Lutz are a young couple. She has kids. He doesn't, but now he's their stepdad. So mm-hmm. he basically has kids. And, of course, like, all the spooky houses are always the prettiest. Oh, I know, the right? The Conjuring, this one. Mm-hmm. Just, like, all of them are just gorgeous. Old houses on the East Coast, man, they're gorgeous. And taunted as fuck, apparently. And also that. Yeah. Would you buy one? Like, if they were, like, we're pretty sure it's haunted, but it was literally, like, everything you had ever dreamed of. Hmm. Were you, like, I can deal with that. I'm going to get rid of the haunt. Or would you be, like, mm, not worth it? If it was this kind of haunt that they created over wine, absolutely. What if what if it wasn't? Um, fuck that. Oh, really? <laughs> if it was like the, I guess this is also a Warren's one, so who knows this, if this is true, but if it was like the haunting in Connecticut, fuck that. No. <laughs> That's true. Because I want to say like, I'd be like, you know what? I'll bust out all my sage. Like, I'll get a Mm-mm. priest in here, which didn't work in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they tried, man. And I, are you going to sell it to me on the cheap because it's haunted or what? Mm-hmm. And... So I would, it'd be really hard for me to walk away from a house if they were like, apparently it's pretty haunted. Be like, apparently. you know what? I'm a dumb white bitch and that's our thing. So oh I'm going to buy the house. <laughs> With your pumpkin spice latte, you're going to be walking in. <laughs> right. It's haunted. Perfect. I'm putting in an <laughs> offer right now. <laughs> but this couple goes into this house and they know that there has been a horrific murder in the house. Yeah. They're told that because you have to mm-hmm. when you sell a house that right. soon. And so... The, excuse me, the murder was of this man killed his entire family with a shotgun Mm -hmm. while they were sleeping. Who looks exactly like our main character. Right. Because George, that's his brother in real life, that actor. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Is that your piece of trivia? No, my piece of trivia was the wine. So that's just an added one, you guys. (laughs) It's amazing. So, I mean... You know, maybe the slaughtering of, like, children would be, like, my line. You know, if, like, there were, like, or, like I can't buy this because it was kids. Well, because adults can do a lot of things to piss people off and get they get themselves killed. Kids don't do it. Like, they're... Oh, my God. I want you to watch The Haunting so bad from the 90s. Well... You'll love it. So, I guess I do have a line, and I guess it's kids. But... <laughs> Kills his entire family family in Amityville, New York. And then the Lutzes buy it just one year later. Mm-hmm. That's enough time for the oh, for sure. spirits to settle yeah, down, right? They're, they're chill. Yeah. And Kathy is Catholic. At least pretends to be Catholic. She's pretty Catholic. I mean, mm. she has a an aunt, a cousin. A nun. Who's a an nun. aunt, yeah. So yeah, their family must be real religious. Yeah. And so she wants this priest named Father Delaney to come and bless the house. And he does, but they're all outside. And so he is there blessing the house and just, like, watching them play in the backyard by the the lake or whatever. And then just walks in. All 70s horror movies, bro. What the fuck, dude? Look what happened to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kids. They walked into a house. Even if it's not haunted, what if this dude didn't want you trespassing and went and shot you? Like. Mm-hmm. dude yeah so he goes in and he's just watching them from the window and he's like i'm just gonna go ahead and like do my thing and they can whatever and he starts having obviously really volatile reactions to this possessed house because it's more of like it, i think it's more of like a 
demon portal to hell kind of thing, right? It is, that's yeah. What that's yeah. what the Red Room is. Yeah. So, obviously, it doesn't want a priest there. And something else that wasn't great for me in this movie, and I don't know if you'll agree or disagree, uh, Father Delaney's performances were incredibly over the top, in my opinion. Most of them are. Yeah. Like, even her aunt... That's the nun when she throws up. Like, uh, I was the most melodramatic. It was the most violent vomiting sounds I've ever heard in a movie. I mean, she, so the priest comes into the house, gets run out by these forces, and it's like a whole big thing, obviously. And And tells him to get out. Get out. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to get out of my house. (laughs) And so. He leaves, and he's incredibly shaken up by this experience, obviously, because, like, I'm sure he just saw, like, demons and shit, Mm -hmm. like, trying to get him out of the house. And she also is proud because she lives in a family full of renters, she says, and she wants her family to come see her house, and her nun aunt comes over and brings her, like, a little plant, and then immediately leaves because she just cannot be in that house. And then she's like, George, make her stay. You're her niece. If you can't do it, how the fuck is he supposed to? Yeah, and also let the woman go. Something is clearly upsetting her. She doesn't feel well is what she's saying. Like, whatever. And then on her way home, she stops and she opens her car door and she's like, (laughs) Like, it is just the most dramatic shit that I've ever... And I was like, oh. (laughs) You know how I feel about vomit. (laughs) And it was just like... And it was way too long. Like, she could have opened the door and gone and have been over but no it was like a whole thing so obviously the house is keeping people away that Mm -hmm. could pose a threat to it just like demons and priests like it's the same dynamic that we see in all of these demon movies and in the meantime george is descending into madness because he's like under the spell of this house which Mm -hmm. is Honestly, there is such a long buildup for his, like, descent into mm-hmm. madness. There is. But it's not just him. Everybody in the house is getting taken yeah. over. Like, you can kind of see it in the movie, and they definitely talk about it more in the book, where the people that died in the house before used to sleep on their stomachs. Mm-hmm. And the people that moved in the house afterwards, the Lutzes, they slept on their backs. But you can slowly see through the days as... Each night, they slowly turn over. Like, now they're on their side, and then they're a little farther over until they're sleeping on their stomachs, the same as the family. So they're all getting possessed. See, that's not something that I noticed watching this, which is unfortunate because I'm pretty good at picking up nuancey things. But honestly, when I was watching this movie, I know it's, like, normal movie length, but I was like, I Mm -hmm. swear to God, I've been watching this fucking movie for four (laughs) hours. It's kind of slow, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't – it's not like I need – things to constantly happen and scare me and keep my attention. You know, I know that we're in a kind of a generation of instant gratification with our phones and Mm -hmm. and an age of horror movies where we have the cheapest jump scares riddled throughout the movie because filmmakers think that that's what millennials and and the generation behind us need. Mm -hmm. But that's not it. Like Mm -hmm. I can like midsummer, honestly, so good, three hours long. And it's not like it's jam packed of action. And Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I, mind a long build-up even the exorcist is really long mm-hmm. and has a lot of build-up it's just like the same stuff kept happening 
in different scenes and mm-hmm. it was just redundant to me so just talking about george's descent to madness he's like constantly cold and chopping wood and it just goes on forever and ever and ever mm-hmm. you know and there wasn't really I, what they were trying to do was build tension but it fell pretty flat for me mm-hmm. and so when they got to the climax i already was just kind of like over it and then you know, the only thing that was interesting to me was one of their daughters had this imaginary friend. Jody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so having that imaginary friend element with the kid is always going to be creepy. Mm-hmm. And a little creepier than like an adult descending in, in my opinion. The imaginary friends are scary. No, Jody is <laughs> definitely the scariest part of this, not George Lutz. Yeah, and I did not catch at all that it was a pig. Mm, really yeah i did not catch that at all i feel like there's one scene where you see it but i know it definitely talks about it in the book you see the i know you see the red eyes but i just couldn't this is gonna sound bad i either wasn't paying solid enough attention Mm -hmm. because i was like so bored Bored. or (laughs) uh, i just didn't catch it Mm -hmm. and because the mom sees jody outside the window Mm -hmm. and it's after this babysitter scene which in the remake so they go, first of all, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. The family goes to a wedding, mm-hmm. and it is Kathy's brother's wedding. And, you know, George obviously has been kind of on this dissension for a while, and he's not himself. And the brother, the house eats like $1,200 of the brother's mm-hmm. money that was for the caterer. And so at the wedding, George writes the caterer a check and he's like, I don't fucking like checks. And they get into it and he's just incredibly aggressive. So you're starting to see. Some what of these. are you expecting? If he doesn't have the cash, he doesn't have the cash. Would you rather not get paid at all? Well, he says like checks bounce, cash doesn't. And the check fucking bounces. <laughs> Which is but, yeah. fair, but he doesn't have the cash. What are you going to do? Hold him up in the bathroom? Yeah not serve the food to the wedding you already brought and prepared yeah and so they're at this wedding having some conflict and then that happens and kathy's like okay let's go because george isn't feeling well he just got he into looks it. like shit why did you take him i anyway? was about to say i would have just left his ass at home like he's sweat it looks like he has a really bad flu yeah he's like sweaty and he looks real clammy and pale mm-hmm. and so they leave the wedding early and their daughter has been home with a babysitter mm-hmm. and in the remake i know you haven't seen it but this is like the scene mm-hmm. is the babysitter scene and so when it came to this scene in the original i was like oh i'm finally gonna get to actually see mm-hmm. like the demon or the imaginary friend and it's actually now i haven't seen the remake in a long time so if it's super lame this is coming from like 14 year old me <laughs> It's actually pretty spooky. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. she's in there in the closet. She's locked in the closet just like she is in this one. And she looks next to her, behind her or something. And the imaginary friend is, like, staring at her. And she looks, like, obviously creepy. F that. Yeah. So in this one, I was like, okay, going to get to see some shit. But you don't. And I'm not saying it's not scary because being locked in a closet with in the dark and nobody coming to get you out is incredibly scary. But I was waiting for the scene, the reveal Mm -hmm. of this imaginary friend, Mm -hmm. which you don't get. She just locks the babysitter, the Jody, the imaginary friend, locks the babysitter in the closet and the lights are off. And their daughter is just sitting on her bed staring basically because Jody doesn't want her to get up and let the babysitter out. Mm -hmm. And so the babysitter, until the Lutzes get home, is screaming and like clawing at the door. Fuck that. Yeah. F that. 
And like you said, it's definitely more psychological. It was just, you don't really see much of anything in this entire movie. No, that that's why it's psychological. Like me, yeah. I'm afraid of the dark. If that fucking happened to me, I have a panic attack. Absolutely, 1,000%. Yeah. I mean, I sleep with my TV there. on every single night, so I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I think you see like claw marks or something from how she was trying to get out. She yeah. caused herself to like bleed. Break and, her nails yeah, off, yeah. Fuck that, that would be me. Yeah. I'd panic. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, her parents get home and they're like, why the fuck didn't you let her out? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Jody told me not to. And that's when the mom sees the red eyes in the window. So it's another story of the wife is convinced that we're haunted and the husband, he's being possessed by this house. So mm-hmm. he's not really going to entertain that because this demons don't want him to leave. Exactly. They want him to stay so they can continue to fuck this family up, mm-hmm. kill another family. And... The real shining star in this is their dog. Damn straight. He doesn't do anything. (laughs) He's just (laughs) such a part of the family, they don't even leave him. So now that she is convinced that this house is haunted, obviously this is where we're getting to, like, the final act of the movie. Mm -hmm. Because now these demons have to act quickly because she's going to take her kids and go. Like, she's a mom. Like, she's got that instinct. If, If something happened to me and my kids or my husband... And we've been sick since we moved in. First of all, I would probably think like asbestos or something. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like still, you at your, I'm sure, I don't have kids, but I'm sure like your in, the innermost part of you is being their mother and taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And that is like your number one instinct now. And if my kids were in danger or sick or threatened or scared, be like, okay, we'll, we'll get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know? And so now that these demons are you know she's catching on they're like all right let's do this Mm -hmm. so george does wake up and go to basically take out his family and he is i guess stronger than the previous because it was a son in the Mm -hmm. previous house it was just like an older son yeah and granted he has definitely lost his shit like you can see that because he hasn't been going to work his foreman has come over and is like where have you been you're not paying anyone Mm -hmm. and told him he even looks like the guy that killed his family so i mean you've definitely it's been a a lot of time building up this like madness and Mm -hmm. this like oh george is gone this is like completely controlled by the demons but he basically goes to kill his wife with an axe and comes to Mm -hmm. like right before he does it and so he has the clarity to at least get them the fuck out of the house Mm -hmm. and they even have had a i guess woman that's kind of in tune with being psychic yeah i think she's like dating their friend yeah like the foreman Mm -hmm. that comes over or something to check on them and she has gone down into the basement in a previous scene and been like oh shit like this is like this is fucked up. <laughs> which is where they find the red room with yeah. the entrance to hell, which is real melodramatic. It's in New York. <laughs> Do with that what you will. <laughs> of all the places in the world, I highly doubt there's an entrance <laughs> to hell in this little New York town. But may- maybe there's just like a bunch of them, you know? Probably. Like I a mean, bunch of doors and a bunch of different places. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's right. multiple hell mouths. Thank you. Oh, the see? End. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, there's one in Amityville and one in Houston. I know for sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's for sure one in L.A. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they know that this is there's something spooky fucking going on down here because the psychic bitch has been like, (gasps) you know. Mm -hmm. And so 
they run out of the house. Of course, it's like a rainy, stormy night. One dark and stormy night. <laughs> George axed his family to death. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like a one of those fucked up children's book. <laughs> Have you seen those? Oh. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they had like the dinosaur one, like all my friends are dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they bail, mm-hmm. which is really smart. They actually, I commend them for the last part of this movie of just get in the car and let's fucking leave. Mm-hmm. And they even like the daughter's like, uh, get the fucking dog. That's not what she says, but she's crying for her mm-hmm. dog. So George goes back in to get the dog. Now, it would make sense to me for it to not be George that went back in for the dog. Because they seem to want him. Since that seems to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe send the wife, but I'm sure she's just terrified and wants to stay with her kids. So I guess it's like the best of Go a bad situation. Go save situ- the puppy. Yeah, best of a bad situation. But they do save the puppy. Mm-hmm. The puppy's downstairs barking at the red room. Mm-hmm. And he's just losing he's his like, shit. fuck that room. Listen to your pets, people. How many times <laughs> we got to say it? <laughs> they know shit. Mm-hmm. And so they get the dog and get in the van and get away from the house. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Then long view of the house the end yeah and the house always looks all demonic like it's got eyes that are glowing red it is a really cool house yeah. and i know that you can like it's owned by people and they don't like you just fucking showing up like they even remodeled it so that those windows don't look like eyes anymore why because of this because of the people because of the lutzes ruining their home oh with this book got it i thought you meant like because of like just like the amount of people that would come like and take pictures with it and stuff. Exactly. Oh, That's okay. Why they I did see. it. They made it look like not the house that people would know. Got it. So, so it'd be they... harder to find mm-hmm. even if you had the address. Yeah. I mean, that'd be really annoying, but I, I think if it was me, I would kind of in, but I'm a horror fan, so let's that's mm-hmm. uh, that's probably different. Like same thing with the Conjuring House, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like the one from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can't actually go to that house, from what I understand. You can go to the barbecue joint, but not the actual mm-hmm. house. I would be one of those people where like if I bought the house, I'd be like, I'm buying a horror icon. I will maybe not even like make money off of this, but like I'll just embrace what this is. And if people come, I know that that causes a safety concern. Um, but you know, if like somebody's taking a picture of my house, be like, yeah, go mm-hmm. right ahead. $5. I think that's <laughs> why most people finally turn things like that into museums, museums or B and B's like the Lizzie Borden house or stuff yeah. like that, because you have so many looky loos. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would love to go on like a haunted tour and Mm -hmm. like of these houses that Mm -hmm. are honestly houses or like i I know i'm mentioning this again but when we were at the stanley there were fucking people standing outside our Mm -hmm. room because we had like the room Mm -hmm. and you walked back into our room and you were like do you want to come in and see it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like i know we don't we didn't own it but still it's like horror fans are some of the most like die hard Mm -hmm. dedicated fan base and they're, I wouldn't say, like, actually, I know people think horror fans are, like, crazy, psychotic, you know, but compared to, like, let's say a girl that's obsessed with, like, a boy band, they're pretty chill. So, like, I would mm-hmm. trust horror fans coming over to my house than I would trust, like, somebody that was, like, a, I'm not saying I have personal fans, but if I had, like, a fan base for anything I ever did, that would be scarier to me than, like, owning a house that horror lovers would love. Definitely. I mean, you even want to start doing a horror tattoo and so many people do that mm-hmm. when was the last time you saw someone with jason Bourne tattooed on their body yeah for an action film or something like that horror horror people are better yeah well it just it seems like we're all 
watching these movies for very specific reasons. And um, usually that's, this is going to sound messed up, but it's like an escape thing. So it's kind of like we're all sad or like Mm -hmm. messed up at some point that made us better people. And that's a very blanket statement. But I'm going off of the ones that I've met in my own experience and why they watch horror is because things have happened to them and they see the world a little differently. And horror is kind of like, yes, it's like shoving you into a you know violent or hostile or scary situation but sometimes that's less scary than that's why i think, watch horror yeah I think face your fears yeah i'm afraid of death i will admit that mm-hmm. every horror movie is about death of some kind you have to face it over and over again mm-hmm. i'm down with that yeah well that took a turn <laughs> at the end there movie for me was probably like a two out of five for sure yeah two out of five i thought it'd be better i remember watching it when i was younger with my mom and she was really afraid of it because mm-hmm. she watched it while as a teenager by herself in the middle of the night in the dark i mean that's fair. so yeah but yeah it was kind of boring i don't think this movie doesn't have any merit i just i literally like you never want to sit down and watch an hour and a half movie or whatever it is and be like oh my fucking god i've been watching this for three hours mm-hmm. that's like not a good right time that you had and i just didn't have a good time so i just wanted a little bit more because like you've seen movies from the 70s that are like way scarier and i feel like they had the source material for it to be scary the director and the screenwriter probably would have just had to have embellished a little bit off the book but that's kind of what they do so well i mean look at this comparison you guys already know that i don't particularly like the movie but the there's another movie that had its 40th anniversary this year, and that's Alien. And you look at these two compared, and they are so drastically different. Yeah. In, and I'm, I will compare them in bad ways. Like the, it's better acting in Alien. It's better gra- or CGI. All mm-hmm. of that stuff is so much better in Alien than this. And the thing with a haunted house movie is you can make that scary without a ton of, mm-hmm. of special effects. You know, I, I thought that it was cool that the walls started bleeding. Like, mm-hmm. there was some stuff that I liked visually, mm-hmm. but a lot of it just kind of felt pretentious to me, to be honest with you. Definitely. And, like, it was... Like, they thought this is going to be the scariest fucking movie ever made, and then people... Like, it's like... I mean, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it again. Unless it's, you know, it's one of those where if it was like on TV and I was like cleaning or something, I'd probably put it It'd on. It'd be on the background. But mm-hmm. only because of what it is, not mm-hmm. because I liked it. I will say one huge thing for it, though. It feels like fall. Like mm-hmm. it embodies that fall feeling. I was about to say. So that was great. Like something that could be on around Halloween mm-hmm. that you'd be like, okay, like Definitely. whatever. If I'm decorating or cleaning or whatever. in the mood of Halloween. Yeah. Put it on. Yeah. Like I said, it was all right. But I won't watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, won't reach for it. So my collection, because it's a staple in horror, mm-hmm. and that's about as far as deep as it gets for me. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. You can also hang out with us on our social medias at Facebook and Instagram are The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is at The Extra Sisters. You can always email us if you have requests, questions, or haunted stories for us to read during a happy hour. It is TheExtraSisters at gmail.com. And you can always find us on our website at ExtraSisters.com. And next time, it's Thanksgiving, so gobble gobble, motherfucker. (laughs) Till then, stay creepy.